A prebiotically plausible scenario of an RNA peptide ward. An article by Felix Müller, Chunyin Chan, Alexander Pichler, and Thomas Carell. From Ludwig Maximilians Universität München, Munich, Germany. Nature, 2022. The RNA ward concept is one of the most fundamental pillars of the origin of life theory. It predicts that life evolved from increasingly complex self-replicating RNA molecules. The question of how this RNA would then advance to the next stage, in which proteins became the catalysts of life and RNA reduced its function predominantly to information storage, is one of the most mysterious chicken and egg conundrums in evolution. Here, we show the non-canonical RNA bases which are found today in transfer ribosomal RNAs and which are considered to be relics of the RNA ward are able to establish peptide synthesis directly on RNA. The discovered chemistry creates complex peptide-decorated RNA chimeric molecules which suggest the early existence of an RNA peptide ward from which ribosomal peptide synthesis may have emerged. The ability to grow peptides on RNA with the help of non-canonical vestige nucleotides offers the possibility of an early co-evolution of currently connected RNAs and peptides, which then could have dissociated at a higher level of sophistication to create a dualistic nucleic acid protein would that is the hallmark of all life on Earth. A central commonality of all cellular life is the transitional process in which ribosomal RNA, rRNA, catalyzes peptide formation with the help of transfer RNAs, tRNA, which function as an amino acid carrying adapter molecules. Comparative genomics suggests that ribosomal translation is one of the oldest evolutionary processes, which dates back to the hypothetical RNA world. The questions of how and when RNA learned to instruct peptide synthesis is one of the grand unsolved challenges in prebiotic evolutionary research. The immense complexity of ribosomal translation remains a stepwise evolutionary process. From the perspective of the RNA world, at some point RNA must have gained the ability to instruct and catalyze the synthesis of initially just small peptides. This initiated the transition from a pure RNA ward into an RNA peptide ward. In this RNA peptide ward, both molecular species could have co-evolved to gain increasing translation and replication efficiency. To gain insight into the initial processes that may have enabled the emergence of an RNA peptide ward, we analyzed the chemical properties of non-canonical nucleotides which can be traced back to the last universal common ancestor and such are considered to be living molecular fossils of an early RNA world. This approach can be called paleochemistry, enabled us to learn about the chemical possibilities that existed in the RNA world and therefore sets 
a chemical framework for the emergence of life. In contrast to early investigations of the origin of translation, we use naturally occurring non-canonical vestige nucleosides and conditions compatible with aqueous wet-dry cycles. Peptid synthesis on RNA. In modern tRNAs, the amino acids that give peptides are linked to the CCA3 prime terminus via label ester group. Some tRNAs, however, contain additional amino acids in the form of amino acid modified nucleotides. For example, guanine 6A, thymine 6A, and methylated 6-thymine 6A, which are found directly next to the anticodon loop at position 37. Other non-canonical vestige nucleosides often present in the wobble position 34R, NM5-uridine and MNM5-uridine. Close inspection of their chemical structure suggests that if they are in close proximity, an RNA-based peptide synthesis may be able to start, which could create via herpin-type intermediate a peptide attached by a urea linkage to the nuclear base, M6AA6-adenine. Cleavage of the urea would furnish RNA with a peptide connected to a MNM5-uridine. Subsequently, strand displacement with a new M6AA6 adenine strand may finally enable the next peptide elongation step. To investigate the potential evolution of an RNA peptide ward, we synthesized two complementary sets of RNA strands, 1A to 1J and 2A to 2C. The first set contained various M6AA6 adenine nucleosides, and at the 5' prime end, 1A to 1J as RNA donor strands. The complementary RNA acceptor strands were prepared with an MNM5 uridine nucleotide at the 3' prime terminus, 2A to 2C. Figure 2A shows the reactions between 1A and 2A. The analytical data are presented in figure 2b. We hybridized 1a with 2a and activated the carboxylic acid of 1a using reagents such as ADC, sulfur NHS, DMTMM, chlorum, and methyl isonitrile, pH 6, 25 degrees Celsius. In all cases, we observed high-yielding products formation. A kinetic analysis shows that the nature of the amino acids affects the coupling rate. For example, guanine in 1A couples to 2C with an apparent rate constant KAPP of 0.18. For the amino acids L, T and M, in 1.8, a full-fold higher rate constant was determined and the highest rate was measured for F in 1.j with rate constant more than 1.8.
These differences establish a pronounced amino acid selectivity in the coupling reaction, probably as a result of distinct pre-organizations. We next reduce the length of the RNA donor strand to 5 and finally to 3 nucleotides. We detected coupling event with a trimer RNA donor strand, although it required duplex enforcing high salt and low temperature conditions. The interaction of three nucleotides on the donor with the corresponding triplet on the acceptor seems to be a lower limit for productive coupling. Interestingly, this is the size of the codon-anticodon interaction in contemporary distillation. We next investigate a coupling of the nitrile derivative of 1A with a different acceptor 2A2C under the recently described prebiotically plausible thiol activation conditions. Here also, the coupling products were obtained within a few hours. For example, the combination of NM5-uridine 2B with 1A gives coupling yields of 64% and 66% using ADC, Sulfur-NHS or DMT-MM chloride respectively. Coupling of 1A and 2A featuring a second amine afforded 3A and 16% and 33% yields. The nitrile of 1J afforded yields of up to 65% after thiol activation coupling. We next measured the stability of the hairpin type intermediates. For the hairpin 3A, a melting temperature Tm of approximately 87% Celsius was determined, which in comparison to the starting duplex proves that the peptide formation reaction generated thermally more stable structure. This could have been an advantage during wet-dry cycling under early earth conditions. The discovered concept also enabled the synthesis of longer peptides. When we use 3' V MNM 5-uridine RNA 5' 2C as the acceptor we observed on reaction with 1A to 1J peptide bond formation with up to 77% yield. We next studied the cleavage of the urea linkage and found that this reaction was possible at elevated temperatures 90 degrees Celsius in water at pH 6. After 6 hours, the products M6 adenine containing RNA4 and RNA5A were formed already with a yield of 15%. Longer peptide structures on RNA We next investigated how the length of the generated peptides influences the coupling reaction. For this study, we used synthetic 3' peptide MNM5-uridine RNA 5' acceptor strands as starting materials. The synthesized acceptor strands were hybridized to the donor strand 1A. After carboxylic acid activation, rapid formation of elongated hairpin type intermediates with yields between 40% and 60% was observed. We found that the coupling yields did not drop substantially with increasing peptide length, suggesting that other factors, such as RNA hybridization kinetics, are rate-limiting 
in all cases, the subsequent urea cleavage, pH 4, 90 degrees Celsius, affords D-peptide and hexapeptide decorated RNAs in 10 to 15% yields. These modest yields are the result of substantial RNA degradation driven by the pH and temperature conditions that were used. The decomposition of RNA, however, can be overcome by using two prime or ME nucleotides, which are also vestiges of the early RNA wood. During urea cleavage, we detected competing formation of hydantoin side products, depending on the pH and temperature. Under mildly acidic conditions, pH 6, 90 degrees Celsius, exclusive formation of the hydantoin product, cyclic 5C, was observed. Reducing the temperature and a shift to higher acidity led to the preferential formation of the peptide product, 5C. Fragment coupling on RNA. We investigated whether longer peptides can also be generated by fragment coupling chemistry with RNA donor strands containing an already longer peptide. This is essential because an RNA peptide wall with initially low chemical efficiency might have been limited to the synthesis of smaller peptides. We found that the required adenosine nucleosides containing a wall peptide attached to the N6 position are available if the peptides that are produced by RNA degradation of the RNA peptide chimeris, for example, can react with nitrosated N6-methylurea adenosine. When we treated N6-methylurea adenosine with sodium nitrate and added the solution to triglycine pH 9.5, we obtained the peptide-coupled adenosine nucleoside GG6 adenosine in approximately 65% yield. Incorporation of M6GGG6 adenine into RNA and hybridization of the stoner strand with a 3' GGY MNM5 uridine RNA 5' acceptor strand furnished after coupling and urea cleavage. The RNA peptide chimera 3' GGGGGV MNM5 uridine RNA 5'. We could also directly transfer longer peptides. When we hybridized the 5' M6 GAGGG6 adenine RNA 3' donor with the 3' AGGGV. MNM5 uridine RNA 5' acceptor, 3' GAGGGA GGGV MNM5 uridine RNA 5' was obtained as the product. These experiments suggest the possibility of generating highly complex RNA peptide chimeras with just a small number of reaction steps. Multiple peptide growth on RNA. We next investigated whether peptide growth is possible at different RNA positions simultaneously. To this end, we examined the simultaneous binding of different donor strands to one or two acceptor strands. 
we have assigned two donor strands to a single RNA acceptor strand 21 with a central GMNM5 uridine and a 3' terminal NM5 uridine. An activation of the carboxyl acid, a GGD peptide, was synthesized in the center of the RNA, whereas a valine amino acid was attached to the 3' end of the acceptor strand. In a different experiment, we hybridized an RNA donor strand, 22 mer, containing both a 3' M6G6 adenine and a 5' M6V6 adenine to two different acceptor RNAs containing a central VMNM5 uridine and a 3' terminal VMNM5 uridine. On activation, we observed formation of a central GV and a terminal VVD peptide. Effect of base pairing To investigate the importance of sequence complementarity, we added two RNA donor strands of different lengths to an acceptor strand with a VMNM5 uridine at the 3' end. On the basis of the melting temperatures of the two possible duplexes, only formation of the VVD peptide RNA conjugate derived from the thermodynamically more stable duplex was observed. Finally, we mixed two RNA donor strands of identical length. The first contained a 5' M6L6 adenine and the second a 5' M6J6 adenine together with two mismatches. We added this mixture to an RNA acceptor strand with a 3' VMNM5 uridine nucleotide. In this experiment, exclusive formation of the LVD peptide was found, generated from the fully complementary strand and thus the more stable duplex. Collectively, these results support that full complementarity is needed for efficient peptide synthesis. Stepwise growth of peptides on RNA. We finally investigated whether one pot stepwise growth of a peptide on RNA is possible. To increase the stability of the RNA towards phosphodiester hydrolysis as needed for this experiment, we used the RNA acceptor strand 2G, in which the contemporary canonical bases were replaced by the non canonical 2' or methyl nucleotides. AM, CM, GM, and UM. The strand 2G was equipped with an additional 3' MNM5 uridine nucleotide. For the experiment, we used the same amount of donor strand for all coupling steps and performed filtration steps to remove remaining activator. After two couplings, two urea cleavage and two filtrations were observed by high-performance liquid chromatography, HPLC, analysis, the presence of the product 3' GG MNM5 uridine RNA 5' 7G. The circumvented material consuming isolation steps enabled us to obtain the product in an overall yield of about 
A final third coupling reaction with the 5' M6F6 adenine donor strand 1G furnished the FGG hairpin intermediate AG in approximately 10% overall yield. We next studied fragment condensation with the 5'M6GGG6 adenine RNA 3' donor strand and the complementary 3'AGGMNM5 uridine RNA 5' acceptor strand, consisting only of two prime O methyl nucleotides. Here, coupling with approximately 50% anurea cleavage, with approximately 85% generated the product through prime GGGAGGMNM5 uridine RNA5 prime, together with some of the hydrotoin side product. Together, these data show that with the help of two prime or methylnucleotides, peptides can grow on RNA in a stepwise fashion and via fragment condensation to generate higher complexity. Discussion The plausible formation of catalytically competent and self-replicating RNA structures without the aid of proteins is one of the major challenges for the model of the RNA wood. It is difficult to imagine how an RNA wood with complex RNA molecules could have emerged without the help of proteins, and it's hard to envision how such an RNA wood transitions into the modern dualistic RNA and protein wood, in which RNA predominantly encodes information whereas proteins are the key catalysts of life. We found that non-canonical vestige nucleotides which are key components of contemporary RNAs, are able to equip RNA with the ability to self-decorate with peptides. This creates chimeric structures in which both chemical entities can co-evolve in a covalently connected form, generating gradually more and more sophisticated and complex RNA peptide structures. Although in this study we observe peptide coupling or RNA, in good yields, efficiency will certainly improve if we allow optimization of the structures and sequences of the RNA peptide by chemical evolution. The simultaneous presence of the chemical functionalities of RNA and amino acids certainly increases the chances of generating catalytically competent structures. The stabilization of RNA by incorporation of two prime or methylene nucleotides significantly improved urea cleavage yields. Interestingly, in the coupling step, we observed large differences in the rate constants, which suggest that our system has the potential to preferentially generate certain peptides. We also found that peptides can simultaneously grow at multiple sides on RNA on the basis of rules determined by sequence complementarity, which is the indispensable requirement for efficient peptide growth. All these data together support the idea that non-canonical vestige nucleosides in RNA have the potential to create peptide self-decorating RNAs and hence an RNA peptide ward. Deformed RNA peptide chimeras are comparatively stable and so it is conceivable that some of these structures learned at some point to activate amino acids by adenylation and to transfer them onto the ribose OH groups.
to capture the reactivity in structures that were large and hydrophobic enough to exclude water. These would then have been the transition from the non-canonical nucleoside-based RNA peptide wood to the ribosome-centered translational process that is a hallmark of all life on Earth today. This project has received funding from the European Union's Horizon 2020 Research and Innovation Programme under the Marie Slodowska Curie Grant Agreement number 861381. Thank you for listening. Follow me on Twitter, PubReading, and let me know what are the articles that you're interested in.